Hi, my name is Peter Maestri, and you're listening to Divorce the First Six Months. If you are someone who is about to go through a divorce, or maybe you're healing from one, then you're in the right place. This conversation and the stories you're going to listen to focus on people who have gone through a divorce, and more importantly, how they navigated through it. Having said that, let's get right into it. Hearing your story, and I'm like, oh, I feel so much better about, you know, where where my path led, because I was two and a half years where I haven't, I wasn't touched by a woman. And just recently that that expired and it was great but you know there was a large part of me that was like oh maybe i do need to do this i, I do need to get touched i do need to i just couldn't do it i just it wasn't there for me you know like it's kind of like how you shared and i i dealt with what was there but after you know when i when i did experience it which which was very recent it was it was amazing and it was awkward as hell. Yeah, it is. It was yeah, awkward. It like the first hour was just weird. And there was a lot of cuddling because I couldn't, there was nothing. I just wasn't present. And it was really, it was almost like a, like unleashing the past. It was like letting go of the past Yes, with my partner. And it was amazing. And, and then after that, it was, you know, the best weekend, you know, very much needed weekend, but it was like, it's like riding a bike, Peter, right? Riding a bike. <laughs> it was like it was, riding a bike. It was a little bit hard to get that, get that uh, wheels going, pedaling, right? But getting you know, back it's, in. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, and that's where it's, it's, I had someone ask me for advice last week. She, again, was filing and, and um, she said she got on Bumble. And I said, why are you on Bumble? Yeah. It's like, you haven't, you're, you've just now moved out. It's like, you're not in any condition to date. Yeah. She bowed up a little bit and got defensive. And I said, look, I mean, all you're going to think of all the stuff that you're going to be going through over the next three to six months, all the battles, all the yeah. attorney meetings, the depositions, the, the quarreling, the anguish, all the emotions. And do you think that you're in any healthy state to make good decisions in your dating life, let alone the people that you're impacting with the people that you date? And uh, I think it maybe gave her a little bit of pause, but I think it's really important that, look, look we don't know what we don't know. I mean, we, we never intended to get divorced when we got married and we're, we're in brand new territory and we have no idea what we're doing. We don't know how to navigate a divorce. We don't know how to navigate life after divorce because, we, because in many cases, we've never done it before. And so while we might say, well, yeah, let's go do that because that's what other people do doesn't necessarily make it right. And, you know, I wish that there were almost like a checklist for people of, hey, here are some things that you need to do, you know, day that you moved out. Here's all the things that you might want to do and might want to avoid as well. And I just really think that um, dating falls in that category where, look, I'm, I'm a big advocate for casual dating. If you know that you don't want a relationship, mm -hmm. but you need to casually date when you're healthy, when you've healed, not when you're hurting. And, um, I realized that myself, that I was just trying to fill a void. And, um, but then once I got through my healing, I realized I enjoy dating. I enjoy meeting people. I don't want a serious relationship right now, but I enjoy the act of dating. And so then I took a different approach, but I was healed. I was healthy and I was just very direct and open with people that I dated where I was. And so I think that, and, the, and for me, that was six, nine months after 
I'd moved out. It takes, it took time for me to kind of get there. And I think in hindsight, everybody should do that. How important is it to be honest with people? Like where you Oh God. I mean, there's so much toxicity right now in dating. Yeah. And there's so many people disenfranchised uh, in dating right now because um, there's such a lack of integrity. Um, whether it's, you know, cat catfishing or whether it's people indicating that they're divorced or they're not, or whether it's, you know, in, the, in this world of online dating of uh, people misrepresenting themselves in their profile, um, the amount of, in, of the lack of integrity that's out there just leaves people with such a bad taste. But here's the secret recipe for your guy, particularly, you know, most women, um, I'm generalizing, but in most cases, women that are going through the online dating, they're experiencing a far more majority of these type of behaviors than someone that does it right. That's someone that communicates well, that's someone that's honest and has integrity. And you can stand out like amongst all these other people if you just go the right path. And it's incredibly refreshing for women, as I've talked to them, to see and hear and interact with someone that has integrity, even if it's not necessarily the answers that they want to hear. Like for me, it was, I'm not ready for a relationship. I'm, I'm just casually dating. And if a woman was looking for a relationship, she might not want to hear that, especially if she likes me, but she appreciated the honesty and the fact that I communicated that and it allowed her to make a decision. I know what you're telling me is true. We don't align. I wish you the best. You know, and so I think too many guys disguise themselves saying they're looking for something serious when they're not. And all the behaviors that come along with people that are unhealthy and they're dating that um, we just lack communication. We lack, lack being honest and being open about where we are. Yeah. And if you're looking for something that you want to build a house on, you need a strong foundation. So integrity is can't get any stronger. I think 80%, I polled uh, my audience and I think 80% of my audience um, found something in a dating profile that ended up not being true. Yeah. So again, that's not a statistical sample, but if 80% of people are, are lying or not being having any integrity in how they're presenting themselves to people that they want to date, I mean, what kind of foundation are you building there? Um, and so it's kind of a sad state of affairs. So you can really stick out guys. If you hear this message of really being true to yourself and honest and direct, um, because you're definitely in the minority in today's dating world. Yeah. Agreed. So Daniel, um, I have a question for you. It's more of, I guess, more of a, uh, proposition. If you had the chance to talk to Daniel, before this happened and you had uh, 30 seconds to share some knowledge with him, what would you say to him? I would say, gosh, darn it, speak about how, you know, say something about how you feel. Don't keep all that bottled up. Um, you know, if there's anything that I've learned post-divorce, it's being vulnerable and just what vulnerability means and opening up about how and expressing how you feel and the things that you want and don't want. And I'm really kind of good at it right now. And I wish that I, you know, I had all that stuff bottled up, you know, I never expressed it, certainly not with my spouse, but I didn't even really process it myself. And 
I would have said, gosh, darn it, you know, start thinking about what you want and what you don't want and express it and express what you're not happy about, express what you're, what you are happy about or what you want changed. And that's what I would probably tell myself. Those are great words. Daniel, thank you for being a, a yes to this conversation and for finally like finding the window where we can make this happen because it's, it's been a, the, one of the most exciting hours that I've experienced. Well, it was definitely my pleasure. Thank you. you um, I, uh, I love watching your podcasts and, and uh, I know it was long overdue, so I'm glad we had this opportunity to talk. And ladies and gentlemen, that is Daniel Harold. Thank you guys for listening, for watching when it becomes available. As always, I invite you to be courageous, to be vulnerable, because it does make a difference. Till next time. This conversation started because someone challenged me to be vulnerable. So I'm challenging you. Share yourself and your story. Be courageous. Be vulnerable. It makes a difference.